thanks for asking. Uh, Nicole <laughs> is also here. Okay. You're doing okay? Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. You're doing okay. You know what? That sounds like okay. People say okay and they sound a little too cheery about it. I think that actually is more accurate uh, of an okay. Yeah. I don't so. know. I think she sounded a little down. <laughs> but okay yeah. is, is an okay like a five? Like a <coughs> one to ten? Is an okay the five? Or is okay like a six? <coughs> Look, you're making oh, me choke. You're bringing me down six. from an okay. Oh, she's down to a four now. Tonight, we are doing No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings is a new uh, romantic comedy, raunchy, R-rated, slapstick, early 2000s romantic comedy, and they, they're, they're making them now, and it's Jennifer Lawrence and a little kid, and uh, yeah, I, we, I have heard quite a bit about this, and for once, I know Jess actually has also heard about this as well. Because I have. She does I not. felt like, I told Brennan earlier, I felt like I watched the entire movie on TikTok, because there's TikTok is marketing this movie so 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 hard. Yeah, I've I've seen this all over TikTok and and just Facebook, Instagram, like everywhere, every social media. It's just like this is one of the ads that's in the rotation for sure. Um, Nicole, had you you had seen the the bombardment of advertisements? I'm sure at some point. My life is not consumed by TikTok. I'll say. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're turning your nose up a little bit. It's not true. I, I am. I am also addicted to TikTok, but I didn't really see many ads about this on there. I think I saw them more on my advertisements watching YouTube. Oh, interesting. Yeah. YouTube advertisements. So, I mean, all the social media is like. I guess people our age, target demographic. There you go. I mean, I, honestly, I would have thought a little younger, but maybe we're still young. Uh, no hard feelings. On the brink of losing her childhood home, Maddie discovers an intriguing job listing. Wealthy helicopter parents looking for someone to date their introverted 19-year-old son, Percy, before he leaves for college. To her surprise, Maddie soon discovers the awkward Percy is no sure thing. I believe she uses the phrase at one point, this kid is unfuckable. Uh, this has a <laughs> 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, with an 87 on the audience, and a 6.8 on IMDb, so... Uh, two out of three critics like it, and most of the audience likes it. So that's pretty good for a summer comedy. But did we like it? You're going to find that out in just a few seconds. Because if you haven't seen No Hard Feelings, it's in theaters now, not streaming anywhere. Maybe you can wait for it, since that's what people usually do with rom-coms. But maybe you want to go see something in the theaters. So that's where it is, and we're going to spoil it here now. Jennifer Lawrence living in Montauk, which is part of the Hamptons, uh, and that's where all the rich people have moved, and she's kind of getting pushed out. She uh, is an Uber driver in the summer, and she bartends, and she's just kind of scraping by. She lives by herself in her old uh, family home, and uh, she's in financial troubles, and her car gets towed, and so she is kind of on the ropes, and she finds a Craigslist ad for a car that she can get very quickly. Sounds like pretty much immediately. The only thing she has to do is date, in quotations, a 19-year-old boy, uh, the son of these wealthy helicopter parents. Uh, and so she's going to go meet them and be like, and they're like, oh, he's an introverted guy. He's just going to try to... But she, she he can't, the kid cannot know. The kid cannot know this is all going down. It's all the helicopter parents doing it all in the background. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, you know, I've done a lot worse for... A lot less. So, you know what? I'll fuck a 19-year-old for a car. Why not? Like, I, it's quick. I need my money. I need to save this house. So, and she thinks it'll be quick, but uh, it is not. It's just the whole movie. And so the whole movie is her trying to court this 19-year-old boy kind of against his will at first. And then maybe 
maybe it gets a little nice, a little sweet. Maybe they find something in one another. Uh, no hard feelings. Jess, what did you think of this film? Now that you laid it out like that, it is like your stereotypical rom-com. It's like someone got with someone because it was incentivizing for them, and then they right. actually got feelings, or the truth was revealed, and then um, the other person finds out, and then it's mm-hmm. like, wait, it was like that in the beginning, but not anymore. Like, we've right. seen this movie a billion, billion it's times. It's like the dare movie, like, uh, like go, like, Take her to pro- take the ugly kid to prom on a dare. Like that's kind of like like one of the old school versions. Only this is like, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it is exactly like that. Um, the TikTok marketing did work. I like. I swear, I saw this commercial like five times a day, every day. So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll do what you told me. To be. I'll do what you want me to do. I'm gonna watch it. Um, so I, I was excited to watch because it actually did look really funny. I can't recall all the Jennifer Lawrence movies I've seen. I know there's been a handful, but I I need to look up to see the ones I actually have watched. Because I do like her. I think she's um, a really funny person. And maybe movies aside, I've watched her interview and like her comedy skits on talking to people. And she's just a very funny, funny person. In yeah. Her so, interviews are good. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I like her sense of humor. She seemed like... Um, just a cool person like you just want to be friends with. But I was excited to watch the movie and I really enjoyed it. I, I get the corny parts of it, how it had to fit into this like cookie cutter plot and all that stuff. And maybe that's why the reviews weren't as favorable as I was thinking. I, I thought it would be a little better. I know it's a comedy, so it's not going to get raging reviews, but I thought right. the 60 or so whatever was, was pretty low. Um, But it could just be them fitting it into the the fairy the plot that it had to but i had a lot of good laughs i think there's a lot of good moments a lot of good laughs i don't think i could have picked a better cast for her in in any other situation than this one all right that's a pretty positive start uh nicole do you echo these sentiments or do you disagree um i like jennifer lawrence too i think she's pretty well-rounded um we've seen her in a lot of different roles um some i like better than others uh one of our favorite roles that she's in is mother which is a completely different feel of this movie um oh, very but i think but also it just excellent. speaks it just speaks to her abilities to kind of be a chameleon in what she's doing so i appreciate that about her um silver lines playbook we like her in that too um mm-hmm. and we just watch joy that's very yeah. different from all of these. Joy so, wasn't great, but she was great, is kind of yeah. how I feel about Joy, which is, yeah. Yeah, and I think that she is able to slip into many different roles here. So I do like that about her. I don't think I've seen the the other actor um, before, but I was very excited to see Matthew Broderick. I thought he looked great. Um, <laughs> yeah, this... Uh, this is, uh, you know, something I would watch at home. You're right about that. I, it's not something I would really go out to see. Although, I think that's starting to change a little bit. Because, um, you know, we just went and saw that movie. Uh, was it called Rose? Yeah, with, that was uh, uh, later last year. And that was uh, that was so fun in the theater. Like, we were, of course, laughing harder than anyone ever in there. Classic. Yeah. and um, this <laughs> No one, one has as much fun at- as we do. Right, but this one I feel like everybody was on the same page and everybody was laughing at the times to laugh. 
Very full theater, we should say. It, uh, yeah. It weekend showing, so it was packed, yeah. And the stuff that we were laughing at was, you know, it was kind of corny and it was a little gross, but um, it was still funny. Like, I didn't feel like an idiot watching it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Some of them just feel like, oh, I have to laugh now because the guy got bonked on the head or something, like... <laughs> it wasn't like that type of comedy, which I was. I know those about. are your critiques of a lot of uh, Will Ferrell's work from the oh, 100%. You're not a yeah. fan of his, except oh, for yeah. Step Brothers. <laughs> no, this is not a Will Ferrell comedy. Can't no, no. stand any of that. Um, Will Ferrell's funny, but all right. No, he's not. So, he's uh, yeah, I like this. Um, I enjoyed watching it together, and um, the thing not to take away from the movie but is this always adds to it is my experience and i'm pretty certain that the people next to me were on a first date um (laughs) so he was laughing and she wasn't really laughing at the same parts but he would lean over and, and say like oh that was funny right or he'd say like oh did you did she just get naked and the girl was like uh yeah, and I'm like, oh, oh no, no, this, it wasn't going this, well. Yeah. I didn't realize that date wasn't going well. That's it sad. was okay. Come on, at least play along with it if it's a movie. She kind of yeah, was, like, but that wasn't her style of movie. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, we don't know them. Maybe, maybe this was. Yeah, her. but I, maybe she wanted I to see just, Asteroid City. I actually thought that it added to the movie because the whole movie was about. Um, you know, this kid starting to fall in love with her and she wanted no part of that. She was in it for the car and I kind of like felt like it was mirroring what was happening next to me. Maybe that guy was rich or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's funny. We had a couple characters in our theater, a couple, of, not like over the top ones like we've had in the past, but there was like guy in front of us who would laugh by himself. He wouldn't laugh with everyone else, but every once in a while he would laugh at something really loudly by himself. That was like funny, but like. I don't know. He had like, he would like find like three jokes in the movie and like really laugh at those and then otherwise kind of be dead. And then there was the other guy in the back who I'm always wary of talkers. As long as you're talking is like not often. And it's like an interactive kind of like a horror movie. Don't go in there. I don't mind that. I actually kind of like that in a theater. I don't like when you're like side talking, like talking about something else, but like, no, I, I think know, that we have an over extended amount of people with, some sort of neurological disabilities in our theaters. Like, I'm just going to say it. I think that person may have been on the spectrum of some sort because um, it was a little bit extra than normal. But handicap row was full, I will will say. We don't. (laughs) But that happens to us a lot. Maybe it's the area we're in that there's uh, homes or something. I don't know. I'm not to get into that. But yes, that person talked a lot. Um... But anyway, back to the movie. Um, yeah, it was funny. It was something I could put on in the background again, like watch it again. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time watching it. <laughs> I really, really, really liked this movie a lot. Oh, I really good. liked it a lot. I, 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 oh, it's, good. It's, it warmed my cold little heart. It was, I was, what I was not expecting, like it was, it's got the good gross out humor and like absurd humor and over the top slapstick that you see in the trailers. I think everyone's, I mean, we're in spoilers, but like if you've seen the TikTok trailers that, that Jess is talking about, there's the throat punch scene you see and all the puking and mm-hmm. the, the naked falling on the car, the train's going to hit you. Like they show like the raunchiest over craziest stuff. And what they don't show you is that 
this kid, the actor, Andrew Barth Feldman, and Jennifer Lawrence's characters are, like, super sweet together, honestly. I really love, like, the age gap, it can't, like, it's what it is, but, like, I really like both of these characters. They're, they're, and, like, they're surprisingly sweet. Like, I was, like, by the end, like, when he when he's playing the piano in the restaurant for the first time and coming out of his shell, I was getting teary-eyed in this stupid fucking summer comedy because it was just, like, they, like, they were really committed to it. Jennifer Lawrence commits to this bit with the, with, like she like like she did for joy and and hunger games and all the other things we've all, ever seen her in i think she elevates material and she's absolutely committed and this kid i don't know him but like he's 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 matching and like he's putting up good a really good performance the two leads are just so like sweet is the word i kept thinking this was a very sweet gross movie and i by the end i'm like I'm te- like a little teary eyed and like, I know they can't end up together really. Cause she's like in her mid thirties or whatever. And he's going to college and he's going to, you know, go be with that Asian it would, uh, it's Princeton not girl. It's but... like sort of relationship anyway. I know it's not, sp- I know what, it, and, and like, I, I think that's part of what I respond to. It's like, they're two lonely kind of broken people. We, we get their backstories and like, I'm, I'm just like buying it all hook, line and sinker. Like I love the kid. Like, Oh, like they, like it, at first, it's like a, it sounds like a funny joke. Like, yeah, there was a rumor going around that when I slept with in my parents' room because he's so he's you know he's kind of clingy to his parents. He's he's very you know uh, what's it in, infantilized, I guess. And so he has to leave, leave his school because the rumor gets so bad. It's like he sleeps in the same bed as his parents. He fucks his parents, and it's like it's just like you can you can totally see that and like in school and like you could totally see that like played off as like a laughy joke in this kind of movie but then they actually take it straight and they're like oh no it's like really hard and it's like fucked me up and like i just spend all my time in a shelter with the animals and i don't talk to anybody and like jennifer lawrence's thing too like her escapades are like funny like when she goes and like gets all these guys she bit her her character is like she gets these guys to like fall in love with her and then they like profess their love and then she runs away from them and then they become drunk assholes at a bar that she runs into it's kind of the recurring theme but these are just very like sweet relatable like well fleshed out characters that i wasn't expecting they don't feel like caricatures and it, it just felt like people gave a shit i, I really like this a lot <laughs> Yeah, I like the um, I like the relationship between them both, and it's it's trying not to slip into the the trope of her being um, not in touch with her life into her thirties. Like that's so old and tired, um, and relying on the maturity from the the friend couple, the pregnant couple, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone that someone that can't afford a nice baby gift, so she makes some piece of shit thing, like <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, that's old. I've seen that a lot, but you know, I this also reminded me of um, Superbad. It reminded me of Easy A. Yeah, it's got a lot of yes, pieces from that's those the- things. That's the kind of movie this is. Superbad, Easy A are great comparisons. Like that's and the, I like I like the those. tone. Yeah. I haven't seen Superbad in a very, very, very long time. I bet if you yeah. watch this and watch that, I bet this is better. I really, I like, I'm pretty high on this, honestly. This this is my top five of the year Jennifer right now. Jennifer Lawrence was just so much. good. She really she, was. She, she, like, she, I was, she was so, 
committed. She was like, like, because she's an Oscar winning actress. Multiple, she's you know probably worth a hundred mil or something. She's got she's got all the prestige in the world. She's been in franchises and and she has nothing left to prove. And she shows up in this and like gives a shit. Like she does whatever they want. She she tries so good. Like I just love. I, I've said it a I lot. I don't even feel like she had to try. I feel like this just looked effortless to her. I think she this made it like... look effortless because <laughs> I don't think. Because imagine, I don't know, imagine any other 30-something-year-old actress playing this thing. You know, I'm sure there are others who could, but, like, Yeah, if it was, like, Emma Stone qualified. or whatever, that that would just be weird. But, like, Jennifer Lawrence is funny, so this is kind of, like, up her alley. Or, like, I feel like she didn't have to try extremely hard to be outside of her shell. Because I feel like she's just this kind of, like, wacky person in general. She has kind of a girl next door kind of vibe that helps, and now that she's older, she can kind of play that into like uh, like damaged goods kind of kind of girl, but like still like you know obviously very magnetic. You want to see, you want to be around, and so it it all yeah. it all checks out. Like it all makes sense. And then this kid, his performance, like he has to go like he's nineteen or whatever. He has to go toe to toe with Jennifer Lawrence. Like that's that's <laughs> terrifying. I would think for him, and I think about his early scenes with her, like. She's sitting in the office and she pulls the chair over and that's like kind of the eye rolling. Ah, she's pulling across the floor. That stuff doesn't really bother me because I expect it. But then they get into their little repertoire and he's doing like a little interview and she and he's like, uh, "Are you married?" She's like, "Oh, I I, I recently single." And he's like, "Okay, unmarried. Uh, do you have any uh, children? Oh, I'm I'm much too young for children. Childless." Right, uh, like, like it's just so like so small and so like he it's it, like that's the first couple of scenes we see this guy and I'm already like oh man he can keep up like he's he's got chops I'm I'm so happy and then from from that first scene awkward meetup in the dog shelter with the cocaine dog through the rest of the movie I'm just laughing and having a good time not thinking too much and whenever the emotional parts come like I, I buy it and that's I, I can't really ask for much more than this. How about that whole scene in the dog, uh, the um, adoption center? I forgot about all that. It's a good tone I center. I like how they wrapped, they wrapped the dog in the, at the end. That yes. was cute. That's another thing. Like, the care of just basic stuff like that. This director and writer is Gene Stupnitsky, who made... He directed a movie called Good Boys, which I didn't see, but I heard good things. It's like... It came out maybe two or three years ago, and it's like three 15-year-ish old boys and it's like this it's another raunchy throwback comedy. oh i did you see that i i remember seeing ads no i remember seeing ads for it it seemed kind of like i don't know if i would watch it but, but I, thinking back now doesn't that seem commercials doesn't it make sense that this is the same guy like doesn't that don't those ads and yeah. commercials you saw kind of remind you of all the ads and commercials like i didn't see that movie maybe i gotta go back and see it it got it got better reviews than this maybe Maybe this guy is awesome. Really good reviews. I remember that. <laughs> I don't. He so he also wrote. He's directed both of those, and then he wrote. Uh, what did he write? Something you like, Nicole? Oh, but he wrote Bad Teacher. You like Bad Teacher? I do love that. Yeah, and then he wrote Your that. One, which is kind of mediocre. But I mean, this guy hasn't made a whole lot. But he's uh, he he, he understands. He's like kind of like a, like a light Judd Apatow, or you know you know how they made like Forty Year Old Virgin and Knocked Up and all those comedies from like two thousand six to like 
I don't know, like 2014 or something. Like this kind of reminds me of those, but a little, a little sillier and a little sweeter, maybe. I feel like it's a little more modern because those yeah, that too. movies fucking suck, <laughs> and I don't I, like any. You don't like Judd Apatow movies? No, I. I don't so forgetting think Sarah so. Marshall, I think that's a Judd Apatow movie, isn't it? Role model. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall is a classic. It is. It is. That. I thought about that a couple times during this because that's like my gold standard of broad rom coms. Like when someone's when someone accuses me of being a snob because I I'm you know I could be a snob. I'm like oh yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's amazing. It's a big broad comedy with big actors. It's dumb and slapstick and it's amazing. And I kind of point to this in a similar light. Like it's big broad dumb well, comedy with a couple big that- actors. Oh, that. I don't even know if I would really call it a rom-com. Like, I almost kind of want to lean more chick flick. A chick flick, really? Just, just because it, like, it doesn't spark, like, there's a, they have a relationship, but it's, it's not romance. That's why I don't really think it's, like, a, they do, like, drive off to the sunset together, so I guess. <laughs> I know, they do literally drive but... off to the sunset together. <laughs> the context like is these, different. But... Like, analogies yeah. that we're giving... I think it kind of just lends itself to say it's not anything really fresh. It's kind it's of not original. Thing. I'll give you that. No, but but when I go like when 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 you see the ads on like you know you know me I go and I like I always give credit to new original weird trying new things. But when I saw the ads for this, I'm not I'm not going to go in and judge things unfairly. You know, I'm not going to go in and judge this like a like an Oscar movie, and I'm not going to go in and judge this like an art house movie. I'm going to judge it against other things like it other big budget rom-coms or comedies or whatever slapstick uh, crude comedies and this on that scale is one of the best ones i've seen in years like especially of like a big budget studio one i've seen plenty of good little rom-coms and stuff on you know on streaming services nicole and i just watched one recently that we'll be talking about but this this is like a for like a big budget one i can't remember the last one i've liked i mean bros i guess but even bros was like a smaller, like not a huge movie, like it was in theaters. Was but... Bros the movie that just came out that everyone thought was hilarious? That is, was that it? There was a, a recent comedy that came out that everyone thought was so funny that got really good reviews. To me, it was Bros. Bros came out like a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago. It came out like last fall, I think. It is a uh, Billy Eichner from Billy on the Street. Uh, it's it's like a it's like basically like a gay Hallmark movie, like, but, like, they play it like that, and it's, like, on purpose. It's very good. Nicole and I both love that. I feel like there was a movie that came out in, like, wintertime that was, like, so funny that everyone was talking about. It might have been that. It might have been. It would have been October, maybe, something like that. Um, Yeah. What else on this? Like, I know this isn't going to be, like, the longest episode because it's just a comedy, but, like, I just, like, oh, uh, we haven't talked about any of the other anythings. Like, there's the supporting cast of the, the, the pregnant woman, Natalie Morales, who, if you haven't seen I'm Totally Fine on Hulu, that movie's kind of mediocre, but she is the second lead in that, and she is, like, a revelation. Like, she's very, I keep your eyes out. She's very good, and I, she I've doesn't really do much here. Too. Yeah, she doesn't do a lot here. Like, she's she's good in her in her part. She's the pregnant friend, but, like, she's got really good chops. She's very, very funny, so keep an eye out for her. Um, who else? Uh, Matthew Broderick obviously gets to wear his weird old gray hair. Nicole turned to me and asked if it was the real hair, and I'm like, I can't. I can't imagine. And we looked it up after. I, I do not believe that was. It's not that far off, though. No, he he grew it out a bit, but it's not. Co- Maybe he just didn't trim it for this. I mean, again, it's like 
I don't know because like I think it feels like when I point to like the writer director, the couple of stars, it's just like everyone gave a shit is what it feels like. This there's a couple of stupid stunts in this where the car there's cars and driving over trains and going out of the beach and hitting stuff. Like it all looks you know solid. Like I don't I don't really have any complaints in that department either. I just walk away from this being like wow everyone wanted to make a big dumb comedy and everyone cared and that's just refreshing. It's not a it's not what the fuck did we watch murder mystery two. I mean, I know I didn't shit on that as bad as the first one, but, like, you see the difference between a low, you know, two other big rom-coms? Like, this one cares, that one doesn't, and I think that should be celebrated. (laughs) I'm trying to pick, I'm trying to look at what I've seen Natalie Morales in. Who is that? Natalie Morales is the, the pregnant friend. Oh, she didn't seem to look familiar to me. Yeah, well, I'm trying to in, think. She's in Stuber. I don't know if she's in Stuber. Oh, is she? I think she's the love, like, not the love, well, kind of the love interest. Isn't she, like, um, Batista's daughter and then, like, Kamel kind of, like, hits on her? She's, like, at the oh, art thing. Oh, maybe. I think that's her. Yeah, I'm looking at this thing. Plan B, I didn't see. Oh, she directed Plan B. I gotta see that now, because I, I didn't know that was her. Uh, yeah, Spider-Verse. She was one of the spider things. Um, maybe... I don't know. I, I, no hard feeling, or uh, not no hard feelings. It's this. I'm totally fine. Is the thing I I saw her in that was fantastic. Mm. But uh, and then what else we got? Here? Can we oh, all believe that Jennifer Lawrence got naked in this movie? Wait. So I was about to bring that up because okay. me and my friend Liz, Liz is who I saw the movie with. We're saying like that's the only reason why it's rated R. It's because of that naked scene. Otherwise, I think it could have easily been a PG thirteen. Well, they say fuck a million times. You can't say fuck in PG thirteen movies. You can say fuck once. Oh, I PG-13. forgot about that. Yeah, but you forget about no, it. No, that you're was. Um, I did not see that coming. I mean, it was it was one of the funnier scenes because he was just like beating the shit out of like three people. I was say it was funny because it it because it worked for the scene. It wasn't just like get naked for no reason. It wasn't like a hot get naked. It was I'm gonna kick your ass get naked because you took my clothes. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's funny. That's like that's uh I just saw another nude scene recently. Another movie we'll be talking about. We're doing all of our recordings in bulk right now, and that one was a little more artsy and a little more on purpose. And then I look at this one where it's just Jennifer Lawrence flinging yeah, sand this and punches. Yeah, this was not artsy. This is. That's that's what I like. Just like, funny. like the director has to go to Jennifer Lawrence, you know, acclaimed actor, and be like, "Hey, get naked and throw sand at people." And she's game, and she means it, and she fucking does it, and it's great. Like that's that's just I love I love when people are like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fucking do the thing. I'll, I'll anything for the laugh, anything for the to make it extreme. I'll, I'll go for it." I, I love I respect. It's that. just funny because she's like a new mom. I think she's got like a baby who's like a, I don't know one, two, or three or something. Uh, dude, if I, Jennifer Lawrence is my mom. Be I'd be like... so proud. I'd be like, "That's fucking <laughs> <laughs> good for her." Uh, seriously, good for her. Good for good for all of us. I mean, this is um, th- it. Does I? You know, I've been I've been dumping nothing but praise on it. There, it's not perfect. There's definitely lulls. There's definitely some clunks. Uh, I think the end is weaker than it can be like it does it kind of fizzles a little bit because what's what's the yeah, end like I agree we, with that. we know what's gonna happen like we all know it's gonna happen i know it's gonna happen the whole time like oh he, percy can't know well then he's gonna find out and it's gonna be bad and it's gonna be the thing that happens in every rom-com where like you lied to me oh, or you tricked me oh, or you the ending me. wait a minute what the fucking weirdest part about that i'm sorry i'm gonna forget if i don't say it. the no, the weirdest part is that he, so he finds out, he hears it through the car, and then invites the friend over, they 
fuck the car up. Then he comes yep. back to dinner in what seems like, I don't know, a 20-minute span. I don't understand how he waited for the friend to come over, fuck the car up, then get back to dinner and have this whole conversation. It feels like no time has passed. It, it feels so... Or like so... no one would hear, right. hear the car hit the tree. It's so chopped. I don't like any of that. I like I, what's I, happening. It feels also, rushed is what I it feels like. You, it's very rushed. But I also think like his personality changed. Like when he chugged the wine and he was acting like sarcastic and an asshole, I'm like... I, I get he grew up a lot in that span, but he never became a sarcastic asshole. So I actually I, I agree like with you a little bit there. Fit his personality. I think he went a little too far. Like I think I like the the scene right before that when he's in the limo with her and he's starting to get a little dismissive and like more confident and be like, well, if you don't really want to be with me, then just go. That part I did buy. Like when he like leaves and goes yeah. to the party, that makes sense. But yeah, when he goes to Jenner, he starts chugging the wine and then he crashes the car. I'm like, this is a little too far. And then of course we go to the beach thing i'm like this is completely unrealistic not gonna happen like we've been kind of on the right like i can see jennifer lawrence doing that earlier to him and i like that we have the reversal like now he's grown up and now he's gonna do the crazy thing and she's gonna be on the hood of the car and crash to the ocean i respect that i actually from a, didn't like her catching on fire i thought that was just dumb she's catching on fire does she does that happen during the car part yeah, when she's when she's on the hood and he's driving and she catches on fire and then oh they yeah the ocean no, like I, yeah, I, I could that out. I'm mixed on. I'm mixed on it because I like it from a story writing perspective, where like she did the thing earlier, and now he does the thing in reverse. Like it's a role reversal. Like, yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that she got on the car, but I don't like how the far they took it. Like, yeah, maybe she that's caught it. on fire. They drove into the ocean. They could I have agree. just gotten pulled over and, and stopped it there. You know what, Jess? I agree. Wouldn't it have been funny if they started doing that and he's like, I'm going to do just like what you did. And then it just cut to a scene of a cop writing him a ticket and they're just both sitting in the car like ashamed. Wouldn't it, like, That would have been cheaper and I think yeah. funnier and less like cliche and more realistic, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, we just yeah. fixed that. So we'll just, uh, it's too bad. It's too bad they didn't put the movie <laughs> call, out. We... Call up your friend and, and tell him that. Gene, I can save you about 250K and it'll actually be funnier. I promise. <laughs> yeah, he would never. We always it. have the best ideas, don't we? But I, we do. But like, <laughs> you never think about like these guys have like what a, a three weeks a month to shoot these things. The timelines are crazy. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure as like a director, he's thinking all these things. Like, what he's doing. Like, oh, God damn it, this is this isn't right. This is this could be better. Like, but we just don't have the time and the money to switch it now. And I, I get it. But I feel like, like, that's yeah. just one of the scenes that just could have gotten cut. <laughs> Cut, trimmed, changed something. Yeah, I I agree. Everything yeah. from the wine chugging to crashing the car on the beach. I would argue that's the weakest ten five five to ten minutes of the movie. But this, I'm picking nits at mm-hmm. this point because before all that, I'm loving it. The end is. I mean, it's just kind of like, ah, eh, you've had you've laughed for an hour and a half. Let's just like, oh, we're friends. Drive off in the sunset. That's. It's lazy, it's whatever, but like I don't know what else to expect, you know? I don't there's not really a better I don't really know if there's a better answer for a broad comedy like this. You can't have them end up together, you know? It's just too weird. It's just too it's too Oh strange. yeah, you definitely can't. Yeah. I, I, I like them no. both so much, but they cannot end up together. Like it's just it's just too it's too weird. But yeah. I thought she was gonna um talk to her dad because like they showed the letter so I thought she was going to reach out to him again or do something, but I'm glad they left that story. After I that. agree. 
I think it's a stronger choice to leave it out because it shouldn't be about her trying to get closer with her dad. Her dad didn't give a shit, and she has to learn to let go of that. That's what her whole selling the house in Montauk at the end. I'm like, that's the part I like. I'm like, I'm glad that she didn't stay. Like, I'm glad that she realized, actually, I need to change. Like, my life is going down a circular drain. Like, I need, I actually do have to, like, take action. And, and like, like good at characters, she arcs. Just like uh, uh, the Percy character, he arcs, you know, he goes from being shy, afraid, timid of everything, and then he finds a little confidence, and voila, he's actually so talented, he just needed to, he needed that push from, from the disgusting Jennifer Lawrence. So, it was, it's just like, it's, it's, it just really works, it just, oh man, I I just have, only, other than that 10 minute scene, I I only have good things to say. Um, I agree. did we miss? Did we miss any major beats? Um, I th- don't think there's any really cameos, in the- unless you count Kyle Mooney as a cameo, the SNL and YouTube alum. He was the the nanny, the 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 threatening nanny, the fucking you don't know how powerful these Hamptons guys are. Like eh, that was okay bit, but um, I'm not even recalling that. He was the plain white guy with the long brown curly hair. He was the he was the old oh, nanny. Yeah. Yeah, he he had like ten minutes of screen time. It was okay. Um, cocaine addicted dog. Yeah, I I think that about covers it. Um, Jess, you're gonna recommend No Hard Feelings? Oh yeah, it it was a great comedy. If you need a fun laugh and you have friends to watch, even better with uh, do it. Nicole. Um. Yeah, I thought this was really fun as well. Yeah, three recommends. I'm I'm strong on it. I like, I a part of me wants this to make my top five at the end of the year just because it's so not a me pick. But also that means the year was not strong, so I don't actually want that. I would li- I would I would like move I would like the fall and winter movies to be as great as they always are. But as of right this second, as of this recording on you know, end of June, this is on my top five of the year. This is an excellent film. This will be in the honorable mentions. It's it's one of the best broad comedies I've seen in years, and I'm glad it got a theatrical release. I I know you guys are kind of mixed to not liking the theaters. I, I love them still. I love that camaraderie. I love the big screen. I like the chairs that aren't quite right, but I, I just... A $7 soda with my, my little spritzer on top. I just... Three recommends for like, no like hard theaters. feelings. <laughs> Three recommends for no hard feelings. So we've got a lot of other stuff coming up. We're doing kind of a bunch of stuff in bulk recording. We've got theater. We've got other streaming stuff. And if you have things to recommend to us, I think August tends to be kind of a down month. So maybe there we could take some listener suggestions if they come in. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on for No Hard Feelings. Yeah, it was a good watch. It was a good watch. Till next time, this is Brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. 
Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. 